Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Joey B. I am the founder of Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com is where it's at, yo. Podcasts, streamers, gamers, music. We got content. It's real. It's truthful. It's dope. Check it out, man. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Hey, what's up, y'all? How you doing today? It is Friday. It's a beautiful day. My name is Joey B. Welcome to the Blind Knowledge Podcast. The Blind Knowledge Podcast is this little thing that we do where we interview all kinds of cool people. Interesting people with interesting things, usually with an interesting brand. And we talk about interesting conversational stuff. Uh, if you've never checked us out before, we're over at blindknowledge.com. We have active podcasts. We have live streamers, digital content creators, social media, digital content creators. We're going to have a blog soon. It's going to be really cool so check us out right now blindknowledge.com uh, and check us out just in a month or two because it's gonna be crazy when we have a marketplace I can't wait enough from me you know what the deal is we're just gonna go ahead and bring on our guest and our guest today he has his own company it's all about SEO search engine optimization his name is Brandon Leibowitz hello Brandon welcome to the show what is the company what do you do tell us all about it I help people get more traffic to their website using search engine optimization. So just tapping into that free traffic that Google's willing to give out. So when you search on Google, there's ads at the top. Those are all paid ads, but right below the ads are the organic free listings. And what I do is get websites ranked up there. So you can tap into that free traffic from the search engines. It sounds so simple. It sounds so simple. And I know behind the scenes, it's probably not that simple. Google makes it a little tricky because they want you to run paid ads. They don't want you to get that free traffic, but... That makes sense. They have to have that balance because if it's just full of paid ads, you normally go on Google. So they have to have the organic and the paid. Well, uh, that, that makes sense. And it's, it's, a, it's something that you have to have no matter what industry you have on the internet. Uh, SEO optimization is going to help to get your results and your search engine optimized, really. And it's going to get like a brand, a brand like mine, Blind Knowledge, it's going to get it to the top of the list. What kind of companies have you worked with? And, and do you have a huge success rate already? Because it seems like you're a smart guy. So I'm assuming you're doing all right. I'll work with anyone with a valuable product or service, as long as it's something that's not just really generic, then I could help out. Because if you're just selling t-shirts, then we're going to be competing against Amazon and Nordstrom's and Macy's and Walmart and Target and Whoever ranks on the first page of Google for your keywords, those are your competitors. So if you're just a mom and pop shop selling t-shirts, it's going to be a little tricky versus somebody selling something more niche and unique that helps differentiate themselves, then could help out a lot more. But don't really have any industry, pretty much as long as you have a website and a good product or service, then I get assist with that. Okay. Okay. So you're saying it's really actual, even, even more valuable that a niche or niche type business has SEO done for them, right? Uh, any type of business it'll help out for, but the more unique it is, the less competition, the faster you're going to get those rankings. Because if you're trying to compete with these big corporate companies, you can do it. But if you're not a corporation and you're just a mom and pop shop, it's going to be tough. Right on. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense now. All right. Just want to make sure we get that out there and highlight that. You know, for me, I do just a little bit of search engine opt optimization with blind knowledge. Probably need more, but I always figure with the name, I mean, there aren't, there is no other blind knowledge. I mean, there's a guy in, in India that calls himself blind knowledge, but as far as a brand and, and selling things, it's not really much to, to compete with, but maybe me and you can talk about that after the show. Well, that's your brand name. So you should always be ranking for your company name or your brand name, but 
with SEO, we want to rank you for non-brand keywords because anyone searching for your name, they already know who you are. So trying to get someone that's non-brand is going to be what's going to bring in new traffic, new visitors, new clients versus people just searching for your company name. You should always, hopefully always rank for that. And if not, then do like a press release, something like that will help Google know that you're the company blind knowledge and help solidify that a little bit, but then also building backlinks. That's really what's going to get Google to trust you and rank you for your company name. Backlinks. I hear a lot about backlinks. What are backlinks? Backlinks are clickable links from other websites to point to yours. So if you're reading an article, let's say on the New York times.com and in there it says Brandon Leibowitz and you click on that and it goes to my website, I'd be getting a backlink from the New York times.com. So the more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google is going to give to you. And then they look at those keywords on your website, but it doesn't work the other way around. If you don't build backlinks, Google's not going to look at those keywords and they're just going to skip it over. Backlinks are how Google's algorithm first started. That's how they became popular because they rank websites based off backlinks. And still to this day, they look at backlinks. It's a big part of their algorithm, but it's changed a lot how they look at backlinks. In the past, it was the number of backlinks that mattered. So if you have 10 backlinks and I have 20 backlinks, I'd rank higher than you. But now it's not the number of backlinks. It's really the number of quality backlinks. So what's a quality backlink to Google? Quality backlink means it comes from a site that's related to what you're doing. That's very important. So if you're selling cars, Google would want to see other websites related to automobiles, cars, driving, anything somewhat related to what you're doing. That's what Google wants to see. And then authoritativeness. How big is this website? The bigger the website, the more SEO value. Like if you're getting a backlink from my website, it's good, but it's not the same quality as a Forbes or Wall Street Journal or Huffington Post or Entrepreneur. So the bigger the website, the more SEO value. And the more related it is to you, the better off it's going to be. That's interesting. That's interesting because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people don't know how much work it goes into this when, you know, all you really got to do is go on Google or a, a DuckDuckGo or Yahoo. Well, if people even go on Yahoo, I'm not sure if they still do anymore. But nevertheless, um, you know, you just type in brownies and you get your, you know, your brownie mix and your cookies and, and all that way. But there's a lot that goes into it, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot more that goes into it. There's over 200 ranking factors that go into their algorithm. So why SEO? What got you started? I just kind of fell into it when I got my degree in business marketing. The first job I got out of school was helping a company with their digital marketing. And I don't really know much about digital. And they said, don't worry, we don't know much either. We're going to learn with you and take your classes and workshops and seminars. And I was like, all right, let me check this out. And after working there for a few months, this is back in 2007, kind of just realized everyone's probably going to have a website in the future. And SEO is just a way to get free traffic. And I thought, why spend money on paid ads if you could get up there for free? And just kept going with it ever since. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yeah, you know, I did a little research before the, the interview. We have you. Um, we're, we're connected over on LinkedIn. Um, it looks like you have quite a bit of experience, you know, in marketing um, on the Internet. Uh, do you want to talk about that a bit? Been doing it since 2007, helping out with paid ads, social media, email marketing, SEO and kind of dabbled in all of it, but just really focused on SEO over the years, but focus on all of them because they all work together. It's kind of holistic marketing. You don't want to just do one thing because you don't want to just put all your eggs in one basket. You want to diversify and get traffic from as many sources as possible. So try to just make sure that you show up wherever your audience is. That's really the main thing is you don't need to be everywhere. You just need to be in front of your audience when they're looking for you at the right moments. And 
that's where I try to figure out and help them help business owners get in front of your audience at the right moment. That's a great point. So you're B2B, really? Yep. Okay. And how do you, how do you advertise? How do you get the word out about SEO and, and all the services that you do? What's your main go-to? By doing SEO on my own website. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure I get that free traffic is one way. And then doing email marketing, social media, doing a little bit of paid ads, doing teaching classes. So I teach classes and yeah, I just try to get out that podcasting is another way to get potential leads. Get yeah, a good on. supplemental way to, to definitely boost your, your brand and your business. Um, the classes, that sounds pretty cool. So do you do um, like a live kind of how to through zoom or, or, or like in a, a church or a, you know, not a church, but a school. I do them through like the small business association or general assembly and through score and meet up and all these other places, but do them in person or nowadays kind of on zoom and in person because why not let people attend anywhere since I live in Los Angeles, it's not the easiest to get to downtown LA on a weekday versus just log in zoom and makes things a little bit easier for people. Yeah, I'm sure I've heard the traffic out there is wild. Do you offer kind of like a video tutorial or, or manuals or anything like that at the moment? I put up a bunch of videos showing step-by-step how to do everything. If they search my name on YouTube, Brandon Niebowitz, they could find pretty much all my classes I've done over the years. I've thrown up for free so they could watch that and see how I do a lot of stuff that we're talking about step-by-step, how to like implement and do more of the technical stuff, keyword research, building backlinks and a variety of other things in there. Sure. Okay. I like the site, you know, and I can tell, you know, it was, it was done in a certain way, like precisely. Let me ask you this SEO wise, does it matter what it looks like format wise, or is it more about the words that are used? I mean, a little bit of both. Yeah. Google looks at the structure and hierarchy and how you lay it all out, but they don't really care how it looks because they don't see what we see. They look at your coding. So your coding's messy, that's not good. Like you have a nice looking website, but the coding's all messed up in the back end, then that doesn't help at Google because they're not looking at what we see. They're looking in the coding. And the more content you have, the better. Content meaning text. Google can't really read images or videos yet, so they rely heavily on text. The more text you have, the easier it is for them to read, understand, and know what keywords you're trying to target. So definitely having that balance of having good quality content, but also having a website that looks good for people. You don't have that balance. You want to optimize your website for people and for Google. Right on. Right on. It's interesting, this whole business. I've run across a few people that do SEO, and I've heard a lot about like meta tags and like using certain keywords, but it's always been kind of foreign to me because, I mean, like in my instance for with my with my brand, with Blind Knowledge, it's podcasts, you know, it's it's digital media. You know, I don't even know what other words I would use. I guess I could use like category names and things of that nature of the different podcasts. But I like, do I have to make sure that I, I list those in in somewhere on the body of the website or I have to make sure that they're in the tagging or, or both? I would just make new episodes or new pages for each episode. And then you target that, that episode to whatever the keywords are. Like for myself, mine would probably be like SEO tips and strategies that work in 2023 or something like that, where that would be the title. And then if you're like interviewing a doctor, you would make it doctor related keywords, but each page can only target about three to five words. 
after that loses relevancy. So if you want to target more keywords, you got to create more pages. That's why you have all those low hanging fruit with all these podcast episodes, creating a new page for each one, and then sending each guest the page that they're on. That way they promote that page and share that on their social and share that on their website. Otherwise, if you just give someone a YouTube or a Facebook, they're just promoting Facebook. They're just promoting YouTube. Right. They're not helping you out because they're helping you a little bit, but they go on Facebook to watch your video. There's ads, there's distractions, there's too much noise. You don't want people on Facebook or Google or any of that. You want them, any of them, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, none of them you want to be on. Those are all just to get people to your website. That's what you really want to do is everything is just a way to get people to your website because that's where you get full control. You get full control. There's no noise. There's no distractions. There's nothing to deter people from wanting to learn more about you. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, everything really should happen at home base, you know, at a person's website and then things should offshoot. And that's really what we're going to start to get to with blind knowledge is we're going to, we're going to be building up the platform a bit more, but nevertheless, what is something that we can uh, tell prospective clients of yours, you know, small business owners, why should they go with SEO optimizers? Because we focus on quality with the backlinks. And if you build the wrong type of backlinks, it's going to actually do more harm than good. So pretty much everything's straightforward going in, adding keywords to your website. Pretty much anyone can do that, but it's the backlinks, finding the right backlinks, making sure that you build the right backlink, build relationships with the right types of websites that are relevant, authoritative, trustworthy. And that's going to help you out because you can put keywords all over the website that does nothing for you without those backlinks. And if you do the wrong backlinks, it's actually going to do more harm than good. So making sure that we focus on quality with the backlinks and quality with everything, but particularly with the backlinks, because you have to be very careful with those. All right. Hashtag backlinks for sure. So that's great too. That's great to know. That's good info. Let me ask you this. Um, it's, this is more of an entrepreneurial question. Um, after working for others, after, you know, before that you went to school and then you were working for someone else, uh, what made you take the risk and take on all the responsibility and get into this wild world of entrepreneurialism? Oh, right when I got my first job out of school, after working there for a few months, just realized that you could do SEO for this company, but I could also go to a restaurant nearby my house and ask them if they want to rank at the top of Google. And I could pick up freelance clients here or there. And there's no conflict of interest as long as I'm not working for another company that's my full-time employer, which they were making, they were doing e-commerce, making 3D products and they don't really have many competitors. So me going after a restaurant or like a dentist or a doctor, stuff like that. There was no issues with non-compete. So did that and realized over the years that I could just do it freelance and always wanted to have my own company. So this was a great way to get my foot in the door in the beginning back in, well, not in the beginning, but in the earlier phases while it was still newish back in 2007 and was able to just jump in there and just never look back. That's cool. Do you, do you like working for yourself? Yeah. Being your own boss is definitely the best. Can't go wrong with it. It's much better than working for anybody else. So. As long as you're a good boss to yourself. Well, that's, you know what? That's a good comment right there. You got to be a good boss to yourself. So I'm pretty new into it and I can only speak from personal experience, but I've always wanted to own my own business. I had a lemonade stand as a kid. I sold pixie sticks in class. Um, and I always wanted my own business and I started it, but I, I've had trouble finding work-life balance. Um, have you tr uh, struggled with that? Have you had that challenge? And if so, uh, what have you done to kind of make sure that you do take care of yourself? Yeah, I would just hire more people because otherwise you're just going to be spreading yourself too thin and I'd work like 10, 12 hour days, seven days a week and hiring some employees, 
makes it now where I'm like working like four, five hours a day. So that helps out and got me some work-life balance back, but still got to get more people. That way I could focus on working on the business, not working in the business so much, but that's the biggest thing is don't be working in the business. Otherwise you're going to spread yourself too thin and not have time to grow and focus on the more important things, the bigger picture. Yeah. And without, without those bigger picture things, you know, that are outside of the business, there is no growth within it. I mean, you'll implode basically is what I'm starting to learn. <laughs> you know, you got to take care of, of mind, body, and soul. Yeah. So what's something we can tell everyone about SEO optimizers and especially with your, um, you know, with your experience, uh, as far as, you know, what are some clients that you've really helped out that, that have become loyal clients of yours? I've helped out probably thousands of websites over the years. But okay. Since 2007, I mean, I worked at advertising agencies and worked at all these companies. And before work or after work on my lunch breaks, I worked on my own company. So I was always working full time, probably for maybe eight years, nine years, maybe 10 years before I quit my job. So I didn't just jump ship right away because I was like, let me build it up until I have a stable clientele base. And I'm making more than I'm making at these advertising agencies as a director of SEO. I was like, all right, Maybe I should just jump ship now because I'm making more and there's plenty more opportunities for me to continue growing it. So a lot of people just jump ship right away. They're like, oh, I got this job, learned SEO back in 2007. Let me just jump ship. I was like, wait, let me just make sure I'm stable and yeah, it's not built up over time. But worked with a bunch of different clients, some like preparedness kind of companies where they're making sure that you're ready for any emergency. And this is like seven years ago. Sure, now they're pretty popular, especially with the pandemic and everything that's been going on in the past couple of years. So or they definitely picked up, but working with them got them to the top for majority of their keywords and not sure what their sales are now, but I'm sure they've just skyrocketed since search volume has probably gone up for those keywords significantly over the past couple of years. And that's just going to help get more, more sales for them, but worked with a bunch of different clients, realtors where saw them get to the top and watch their phone, just keep going off the hook. And it's just making sure that you show up for the right keywords that have intent behind them, buyer intent. Well said. And so when you, when you help a company with their SEO, you know, or, um, maybe even go deeper on the website with the backlinks and which is of course part of it, um, is it kind of a one-time deal or do you, um, frequently follow up six months, a year out to, to adjust? You gotta constantly be adjust. Well, depending on the competition, if there's no competition. Once you get to that first page of Google, you're up there, but if there's competition. You're pushing someone off that first page of Google. They're not going to be happy about it. And they're going to try to outrank you by looking at your keywords, looking at your backlinks, because I could see everything you're doing. You could see everything I'm doing. There's nothing hidden if you look in the right places. So if you have competition, you got to maintain those rankings. And that's pretty much done on a monthly basis by continuing to build trust up with Google by building those backlinks and getting your credibility and name out there on as many third-party sites that are relevant and authoritative as possible. You do some social media marketing as well. What can you tell us about doing social media marketing and, and maybe not, not give too much of the secret away, but how is that going to help a business? It just depends on where your audience is at. So if your audience is on social, you should be on social. Mine, not many people are going on Facebook looking for an SEO company or TikTok or Instagram, but they go on Google or Yelp looking for me and then they check me out on social, looking for social proof to make sure I'm a real legitimate, trustworthy, credible business, have reviews, status updates, things like that. So just depends what type of business you are. If you're e-commerce, then social works a little bit better where people might be searching for products and on Facebook or Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, Tumblr, 
Reddit, TikTok, stuff like that. But social is definitely a good place to put a face behind the company and get that social proof, get trust of people because people aren't just going to buy off your website immediately, especially if it's more expensive. They need to be able to build that trust up and the more touch points you have, the more trust you're going to build up. That makes sense. Do you um do you have certain social media that you prefer or does it, does it really depend on the business? It just depends on where your audience is. That's all that matters. It's not going after TikTok because TikTok's one of the more popular ones or Instagram because it's the most popular. It's who is my audience? Where are they? And how do I get in front of them? If it's some small, obscure one that you've never heard of, but that's where your audience is at, you need to be there. It's still good to have a presence on all the bigger ones, but in terms of being active all the time, you just need to be active on the ones where your audience is at. You don't need to be active on every platform. Otherwise, you're going to spread yourself too thin and waste time where you could be spending time on more important things. Mm, well said. Yeah, you know, I, I like the brand too, seooptimizers.com. It's pretty much self-explanatory, and it's a, it's a great website. It looks good. Yeah, we'll put seooptimizers.com in there to make sure that everyone knows where to go. We'll put it in the description for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all that. Yeah, that'd be good. And I also create a special gift too for everyone. If they go to my website at seooptimizers.com, that's S-E-O-O-P-T. I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. They can find that there along with my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years I've thrown up for free. And also if they want to book some time on the calendar for a free website analysis, I'm happy to check out their website from an SEO point of view and they can book some time on my calendar there as well. That's amazing. SEOoptimizers.com slash gift. Claim your free gift. Claim your free SEO gift uh, from Brandon from SEOoptimizers.com. Check out the videos. Check out the courses. He does classes. The man is is doing it. He's doing the thing. He's been doing it for a long time. Uh, Brandon, we're going to probably end it now. But before we go, is there anything else you want to tell everyone about what you do, uh, what you've done, and, and why people should come check you out? I would say just you're looking for more traffic and want more sales and leads and I could help out with that and you could check out my website or my videos and see how to do it step by step or if you need help you could reach out to me but I would definitely look into digital marketing and just try to figure out who your audience is where they are and how to get in front of them at the right times because that's going to help you get more more conversions more sales and leads well what more do we have to say that's 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 a wrap seooptimizers.com brandon lebowitz you are the man thank you so much for dropping by hopefully we can catch up with you in a, in a little bit amount of in a little bit of time down the road uh maybe you can help us out at blindknowledge.com with our seo as well because now i have to look into it for sure so thanks again for stopping by man you're welcome dude wow that was cool huh seooptimizers.com slash gift for a free gift SEO is huge. It's all about the backlinks, apparently. I learned a lot. I hope you did, too. Uh, this breaks down another episode of Blind Knowledge Podcast. Check us out at blindknowledge.com, the spot that is hot. We have active podcasts, live streaming, digital content creators, and pretty soon we're going to have a blog. And I think we're going to do our SEO as well because, well, why not? Until next time, my name is Joey B. Have a good one. Peace. It's Ebony, and you may know me from such podcasts as the Gruesome Gruesome Movie Reviews. 
but did you know I also have a solo podcast? That's right, the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast with one episode on short life stories of the sweet and sour variety and the other Mental Health Mondays to be your guide to everything mental health and more. So grab your nuggies and follow us at ssnuggiespod on both Twitter and Instagram. Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods and more. Now readily available for your listening pleasure. Hello, folks, and thank you, thank you so much, so, so very much. This is the Reverend Jackson Fetalbush Beetle. That's Jackson Fetalbush Beetle. And our rave reviews, rave reviews for a new collective, a new vision, shall we say. They're called Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com is where you can find these folks. And let me tell you something, my brothers and my sisters and my non-identifying friends. I love this content. I love their channels. I love their presentation, if you will. So check them out. BlindKnowledge. BlindKnowledge.com. Coming to a screen near you. Oh, Lord, at 